Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line. The happy afternoon, sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting all the fishes in the deep blue sea. Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky. Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky. We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry. Cause now we go and the weekend is here, and next weekend at this time, Vance and his crew from Hit Fishing Has No Boundaries will be busy at the waterfront getting ready for the big two days. We will hear more from Vance next, and don't worry, we'll get you a little preview of the weekend for fishing, too. This is Fishing Ball Bunyan Country. Once again today, checking in with Vance Ballstead of Fishing Has No Boundaries, and next weekend, if you're around... It's a great weekend. I've uh, volunteered a number of years, enjoyed it immensely. I would recommend anybody who has some time to, to spend some time at Fishing Has No Boundaries. Um, it's next Saturday and Sunday, the 23rd and 24th. Can you give us a quick rundown of, of how the whole thing plays out? Well, we start out, Kevin, on Saturday morning with registration. We need to know who's there, and uh, uh, all our anglers are pre-registered, so we have them assigned to a boat and a table, so everybody goes to their individual table. The tables and the boats are numbered. Our anglers come in, our attendants that come in, any volunteers who want to help with action on the boat, we assign them a, a table and a and a boat, of course. We uh, get everybody in, in. We have rolls and, and coffee and that kind of a breakfast. The first morning, everybody's so excited, they don't want to sit down and have a regular <laughs> breakfast. No, they don't. You know, it's it's exciting. Uh, they go out and they fish until about noon or 11.30. They come in, and uh, we have a nice uh, uh, sub-sandwich lunch with chips and all the, the additional items. Uh, as soon as they're ready to go, about 1 o'clock, we send them back out, and, and they fish until about 5. Uh, they come back in, and uh, i got to tell you this, Kevin, when they come in off the lake, there's always a bum's rush for the porta-potties. <laughs> Yeah, you know how that is. Anyway, they come in at at, at five or so, and and again to their tables and what have you, and uh, we serve them uh, fish fry dinner with with uh, Indian fry bread. You know the kind that is so good for you, mm-hmm. you can't get enough. You know that's courtesy of the firemen. Then everybody packs up and goes home for the evening. We all stay down there and. And we have night security and so forth. But all the anglers and volunteers and everybody, they go home. Sunday morning, we do it again. Our anglers start coming in around 7. Everybody signs in. And so we may have a couple that don't come back because they've had enough on Saturday. But we need, again, to know who's who and where they are. Uh, we sit down. Uh, we do breakfast and uh, pancakes, again, like I said, from the lions and sausages and uh, have breakfast. We have a, a short uh, message to the Lord, please make fishing as good as yesterday or <laughs> better than yesterday. <laughs> you have to do that because sometimes you really need a little help with your fishing. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they fish until about 11, 1130. Uh, everybody comes back in. We uh, uh, have a nice uh, hot dog, bean, and chip lunch. That comes from the Eagles Club, and those folks, they do a wonderful job. 
they're connected with Camp Confidence, and they know how to to uh, put the food out when they work with that group too. So the Eagles do a great job. Then we uh, we start having an award ceremony. We have an organization called Buckstop Taxidermy, and they're out of the Cass Lake area. Every year when we fish, you know, you have to have some bragging rights. And we have four categories, uh, northern, walleye, perch, and panfish. And we do a, a plaque, uh, first, second, and third, which is made by the industrial arts organization at the Catholic High School. So you have bragging rights. So you have first, second, and third in those four categories. Um, Buckstop Taxidermy takes the first place fish that we catch this year, and they take it home and they mount it, and next year that first place fish will be given back to the angler. So this year the people that that are going to get that first place fish from last year will receive that fish at our award ceremony, which is pretty exciting. Some years the fish aren't anything to brag about, but they it's still a first place fish. The one year uh, Roger Gorenson had a 36 inch northern, and it is a beauty. It's mounted on a piece of driftwood. Buckstep did a great job. Roger can catch that fish every day. It's hanging on the on the wall in his home. And uh, so they do the buckstop trophies, and then every angler that that uh, attended, and and they, uh, they all receive a, a fishing has no boundaries medal, a very nice medal. Um, it's a participation medal, so they can say this is what I did and this is what I do. Uh, they all get it. It's it, it's an a cer- it's a ceremony, so they get it with a with a ribbon around it, and everybody applauds for them because, you know, uh, you hear about you know well participation medal means nothing to these folks. It means a lot, and uh, we're glad to make it for them. Anyway, we're done with our our uh, presentation. Uh, it's time for our anglers and our, and our attendants and so forth to go home. Hopefully some volunteers stay with us to help us, like I said, put away. And as they leave, uh, all our anglers receive a, a gift bag uh, with uh, items in it for them to, to uh, take home. Uh, thank you to Home Depot this year. They are furnishing gift bags for all our anglers. Uh, Northland Tackle surprise, supplies some items to put in it, and and uh, gee, I can't remember it all, Kevin. It, it's it's just a bunch of fun stuff, and uh, they all take a, a bag home, all our anglers, and we pack up and we get ready to go home. And again, it's a it's a wonderful weekend. You need a ton of volunteers. Uh, the number one more time, if people want to help out, call call me here at home, and I apologize. Uh, uh, when the machine gets full, call back later because sometimes <laughs> it gets filled up. But the number is 218-444-3292. Now, Kevin, I, I know you're coming. Yes. Because you never let us down. I'll be there. But are you bringing your sidekick, Heidi, with you again? Uh, I have heard a rumor that she's planning to be there, even though she's going to be out late the night before at Moondance Jam and Country. I, I tell you what. She is a, uh, a lightning bolt in, the, in there in the morning on opening morning. Oh, yeah. She comes in, and, and she I don't think she's ever not bubbly, is she? I have not, I have not seen it. 
when she's I not. Either she comes in and she works with our anglers at registration, and and all of a sudden they realize who she is because they they hear her voice and they'll visit with her, and and uh, she's an exciting uh, young lady, and we really appreciate her coming as well as you from from uh, Paul Bunyan. Yeah, pretty much an afterthought. We'll have more with Vance as we talk fishing has no boundaries next. If you are not listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, we can talk about you and your poor decision-making skills. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Continuing with Vance Ballstead from Fishing Has No Boundaries. Next weekend is the weekend. Always looking for volunteers. And I would think, uh, Vance, if you if you had the opportunity, you would want to get a few more people, maybe not just to volunteer for the weekend, but maybe embrace it like you have or, or, or make it one of the groups you're a part of. Yeah, Kevin, you know, like I said earlier, I'm old. <laughs> uh, every day I look in the mirror and go, there's another fistful of gray hair, but... But we're looking for some younger folks that would like to get on our uh, committee. Uh, we're a committee of seven people. And we start meeting in January and organizing and organizing. And we start out pretty easy at one day a month. And then as we get into the season, we go two times a month. And, of course, now in, in June, we're going weekly. Um, and it, I sound like I'm sad about it because it is a lot of work, but... but uh, we really enjoy it, and I think some younger folks than myself would really get a kick out of it. I'd like to, Kevin, to be honest, I'd like to just be a volunteer one year and, and be told what to do. <laughs> um, yes. I really would. And uh, so we're always looking for new people to join. Like I said, there are seven of us, and of that seven, it's two married couples yeah. and three individuals. So, uh, And we're looking for fresh ideas. Um, you know, we've been doing it for so long that it's it's it just fits in, and it seems to be working because we have a, a good event every year. But there's always new things to do, and and uh, if we could get another three, four, five people that would put the commitment into to spend more time with us uh, when we meet um, uh, in January. We'll meet for an hour, hour and a half, and sit down and figure out who's doing what. It's not like it's a job. Until it gets to be the week of the event. Then for some of us, it gets to be a job. Right. So if you have a heart for people and you think this is something that uh, is worthy, maybe maybe think about uh, stepping up a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, if if you're kind of concerned about uh, what it's all about, stop down and see us. Uh, Like I said, we're down there at 6 o'clock. Our anglers and our folks start showing up at 7 on Saturday, but just stop down and see us. Visit with the committee folks. Visit with the anglers and the volunteers that already come down and see what we're all about. Until you get a feel for it, you don't really know. And uh, I'll tell you what, we have a couple anglers, they get a hold of you. As you well know, Kevin, they yes. don't want to let you go. <laughs> I know we have one gentleman that he'll talk to you for an hour when you're doing interviews, Kevin. That's, oh, yeah. And uh, and you and I both know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. and, and he's a he's a heck of a guy. Yes, he you is. Know? And they just enjoy other folks. You know, people think with, uh, that if you're in in our group with disabilities, everybody's in wheelchairs, and that's not the case. Uh, we have uh, folks with sight problems. We have folks that that are um, uh, in wheelchairs. I don't know, three or four or five, something like that. 
walkers, canes, people that just sometimes just need somebody to hang on to. And uh, um, we're a mixed bag of tricks, Kevin. We really are. <laughs> And uh, our logo from the national organization is a young fella that was uh, pictured in a wheelchair. And we've chosen not to use that because people think everybody's in a wheelchair, and that's not the case. In fact, you'll notice that we change our Bemidji logo uh, because we are the Paul Bunyan chapter. We change that logo with different Paul Bunyans on our, on our information. You'll see the committee people will all have the same colored shirt on. Uh, T-shirts. We try to get bright colors because we can pick us out of the crowd easier that way. But it's going to be a Paul Bunyan on the front, whether he's uh, holding an axe or if he's standing next to Babe or what have you. Um, we just want to be Paul Bunyan, as we should be in Bemidji. Absolutely. Well, Vance, it's a great organization. We will definitely see you next weekend, July 23rd and 24th. It's Fishing Has No Boundaries in Bemidji for the 27th year uh, tip of the cap to you and your crew, Vance. Thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. Well, thank you, Kevin. We appreciate you coming. You know, if it hadn't been for folks like like Carol Olson and Bemidji and Jim George, this organization probably wouldn't have gotten off the ground like it has. And and we're just carrying on their tradition. And and uh, we're proud to say uh, we're the second uh, oldest chapter in in the whole national organization. So. Uh, we're proud of Bemidji. We're proud of our folks. And, and Kevin, we appreciate you and, and Heidi coming. And when, we, when you come, I'm putting you to work. I'll be ready. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Thank you so much. Hope to see you there next weekend. Coming up next, how's the fishing going to be this weekend? We'll find out from the folks at Destination Sporting Goods in Bemidji. Some people fish, some people don't. Those people are clueless. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. We're headed into the weekend. We want to get some fishing in and catch some fish, so we're checking in with Eric Jacobson, the owner of Destination Sporting Goods in Bemidji. Eric, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, how's it going, Kev? It's going really well. Uh, the weekend is here, and uh, the bite has been good. So I guess the question for you, Eric, is where should we be fishing this weekend? Well, Lake Bemidji has been doing really well. Uh, same with Big Turtle, Lake Plantagenet's producing really well. It's a lot of the same actors, the same lakes that we see year in and year out. They're the hot ones. Oh, yes, it is. Yep, they always produce year in and year out, without a doubt. What seems to be the hot bite right now? Well, if you're looking for walleyes, it seems like that 7 to 9-foot range, dragon leeches and crawlers seems to be working really well. And uh, right before dark and after dark, actually, the rapala bite is starting to produce pretty well for everybody. Are they using jigs still, or are they moving more to rigs? Yes, you know, with that shallow water, they are still biting on a jig and a minnow. Classic. It kind of works in year in, year out. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a fun way to fish, too, so I like to do it as long as I can. Absolutely. I hear you there. What about uh, a little bit uh, further out, Cass Lake, Red Lake? What are you hearing from them? You know, Cass Lake's been doing well, too. Walleyes and muskies are starting to show up out there. We hear some stories and are starting to see some pictures of those things popping up. Uh, you know, and also if you're looking for a good northern bite, those things are going on almost pretty much it seems like every lake right now. You know, whether you're just getting with your walleyes or if you're casting a spoon out there. Yeah, the and northern's all over the place. And of course, we have the new uh, northern limit on a lot of lakes. Have you heard of a lot of guys taking advantage of that yet? You know, I, it sounds it sounds like it's going pretty well. There's a lot more getting caught. It's just it seems hard to get them in that new slot limit. Okay. 
So, yeah, it's always the slot limit is always the trick. Yes, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I know you've got a great selection of musky baits there, and, of course, musky season is underway. Um, I know a lot of guys have been seeing them. Uh, are they pulling them in? Yep, yep. There's, we're, a lot of guys are starting to get them trolling. Uh, and even with this uh, early season, uh, casting is starting to work also. So it seems like both methods are producing some fish. Okay, and I uh, I was really impressed when I was in your store looking at that wall of musky bait. You've got some really a really great selection there. Oh yes, we do. Took a lot of time to put together, but we have it in here. Okay, what about the bass bite? What are you hearing? Oh, uh, the bass bite is going well. They're up in the shallows. They're on their beds. Uh, Smallmouth, largemouth. Guys are getting into them. And, and I've I've heard crappie and, uh, and and bluegill bites have been strong too. Yes, they are. You know, those are, those things are up shallow also, right in the weeds, right on the break lines. Uh, guys are getting those mixed right in there with their walleye fishing, too. I say this every year. Uh, June is really like my favorite month because m- the walleye bite is really strong, and really then you start looking around and every bite is really strong. It's, it's, a, the, the wa- it's not too hot out there yet. It's, it's a near-perfect time to oh, fish. Oh, it is. The weather's gorgeous. The bugs aren't too bad yet. It's a great time of the year. One of the uh, big concerns from a lot of people has been, uh, you know, the zebra mussels on Cass Lake. And what I'm hearing is the fish are there, the bite is there, but you've got to be prepared to go out when it's a lot darker than you used to. Yes, it is. That water is extremely clear out on Cass Lake, especially. You can see I'm hearing up to 16, 18 feet of water clarity. Wow. So it's, it's, it's quite the deal. Those zebra mussels are no joke. They're, they're definitely here. So what do you suggest for people trying to fish on that lake that they should be doing? Well, you know, just like the DNR preaches about also, you know, make sure you drain all your live wells out. If you have a bait cooler or, you know, anything like that, bring water with you. They suggest carrying a gallon jug of water right in your truck to change that water over if you don't want to dump your bait out. But, uh, you know, make sure all your weeds are off your trailers. Uh, Even if there is a washing station there available, you know, as soon as you get home, Spray your boat off and everything. Make sure everything is clean before you go to another body of water. Got to do it. Absolutely. Anything you heard this year that's surprising you? Anything that is surprising me? Uh, you know, nothing nothing quite yet. Okay. You know, it seems, everything seems to be going pretty well. There's a late, there's a late ice out, which had everybody nervous, but it <laughs> seems to be everything's right on, right on pace. Besides the live bait, I guess, that is surprising me. The, the minnow situation has been pretty tough since opener yeah that is that is i've heard a lot about that uh, you know the, if i if i can get them is what a lot of anglers say that is exactly what it is it's been it's been a struggle to get minnows and i you know i don't know if it's going to get any better this year or not but i think it's going to be live bait's going to be getting worse year after year i don't i don't see it stopping anytime soon okay with all the new regulations every year that come up right well, and, and, you know, the one thing is the plastics have gotten a lot better, a lot more realistic, and, uh, and have been pretty effective, too. Well, so. that, too, yeah. You know, just being that they are plastics, those things are producing fish. I mean, they are working. There's no doubt about that. All right. If you had to pick one lake to be on this weekend, what would it be? My one lake of choice this weekend is probably going to have to be Bemidji, <laughs> to be real honest with you. It's it's a great lake. And it, it is. There's it, so many eater-sized walleyes in that lake. You can have a lot of fun out there if you can get on top of them. And June is is maybe its best month. It's it's an awesome month to be on Lake Bemidji. It is, absolutely. Catch them all day, right at night, throw the rapples on, and you can keep catching them then, too. 
All right, Eric, if people need to come and get some stuff and get some fishing reports, uh, what are your hours? We are 9 to 8 o'clock, Monday through Friday, 8 to 7 on Saturday, and 10 to 5 on Sunday. And you're located right on Paul Bunyan Drive, Northwest. 508 Paul Bunyan Drive. Eric Jacobson from Destination Sporting is joining me today. Eric, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Yep, thank you, Kev. All right, I'm calling it. The weekend's here. Let's hit the lake. Fish hail! Boy, everybody I'm talking to is just tickled.